Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Oh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Velocity vector acceleration deceleration it's all very scientific terms you're using uh-huh i know i obviously know a lot about science obviously, obviously. i'm a man of science uh my name's garner andrews that's bryce kelly over there we were talking on our radio program this morning weekday mornings from 5 30 till 9 on sonic 1029 edmonton find us online at sonic 1029.com we were talking about this proposed hyperloop between Alberta's two biggest cities, Calgary and Edmonton, roughly three hours apart to drive. And this Hyperloop, apparently you just get into this thing and you do a thousand kilometers an hour. That's what they say. It kind of looks like a train, but it's in a tube and they just kind of slingshot you between cities. And they say you can be standing in Edmonton and then standing in Calgary 45 minutes. That math does not work for me. It doesn't really compute. Well, at first it didn't work, but then clearly I know nothing again about acceleration and deceleration. Because I thought, well, 300 kilometers at 1,000 kilometers, shouldn't that be like a 20-minute trip? And then everybody's like, hold on, man. If you started, like if you went from zero to 1,000 kilometers an hour, your body, you would just, you would turn into clam chowder. You would liquefy. <laughs> Like, that's all that we, it'd be you just laying there on the train floor. It'd be a little rough on your bones. And then mm-hmm. also to go, yeah, from a thousand kilometers an hour to a dead stop in the span of two seconds. Yeah. yeah. And then other people are like, uh, there's also a stop in Red Deer, which is exactly halfway between the two uh, major. Yeah, you'd want to hit the donut mill on Gasoline Alley. I imagine yeah, that's where the stop would be. Yeah, it has to be there. Yeah. Where else would you stop in Red Deer? <laughs> Ooh. I can't think of anything else, just the donut mill. But the, um, the the other thing I was concerned with, too, is like, what if some troublemakers put a penny on the track and you hit a penny on the track at 1,000 kilometers an hour? You would be crashing for two and a half hours. Like if you crashed at a thousand kilometers an hour, you would cr- you would just tumble through the ditches and everything so long that by the time you stopped, your clothes would be completely out of style. You'd be derailed in tumbling through the ditches for so long, you'd probably hit the American border. Probably, and you probably didn't bring your passport, so you're in for a real hassle. Yeah. But so anyway, the yeah the safety side of a hyperloop, like the idea of going a thousand kilometers per hour, so you can go between major cities very quickly. It seems like a good idea on paper. I don't think I'd be racing to be the first one to buy a ticket. No, I'd want six months of a spotless record before I climbed aboard. Mm-hmm. But it'd be super, don't you think it'd be crazy expensive too? I think they said 90 bucks. That's it? 90 bones, which with these gas prices would be saving money. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <sighs> I thought it'd be more than that. I think, yeah, 90 bucks, 45 minutes. Um, and the good news is I actually got into one of their meetings where they were discussing the whole thing. Holy crap. How did you do that? Yeah, a little charm. 
will get you anywhere. A little charm, a little confidence. You can well, go and, anywhere in this. And world. you do know people, so. And I know lots of people. So but, what was what was said at the meeting? Well, they were just assuring the safety of the thing. I actually recorded part of the conversation. They were talking about just how incredibly safe the whole thing is. I hear those things are awfully loud. It glides as softly as a cloud. Is there a chance the trap could bend? Not on your life, my Hindu friend. What about us brain-dead slobs? You'll be given cushy jobs. Were you sent here by the devil? No good, sir. I'm on the level. I'm assured now. I feel uh, my worries have eased. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty high-level meeting. It was fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. A song broke out. Everyone danced. Uh, it was good. That episode of The Simpsons. We one about of the greatest early. ever? Yeah, and I think a lot of people, I don't know if it's extremely common knowledge, but Conan O'Brien wrote that episode. Yeah, that was when he was, that was way before he was Conan O'Brien. And even he he says that might be the best episode he ever wrote. Yeah, it's hard to argue against that. Yeah. The guy is funny. Rock solid. He's real good. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. So, is it a good thing or a bad thing if there's a song about your hometown or if your hometown is mentioned in a song? Like, if you think about, like, Stomp and Tom, Sudbury Saturday Night, that's a song about all the good times the locals are going to have in Sudbury that Saturday night. I think that's a positive. Well, it could wreak a little bit of alcoholism. But for the most part, it's a good time. I'd say for the most part, it's good to have your town mentioned in a song. I know my hometown is in a song. (laughs) What song? There's a Bonnie Vare song called Calgary. It's not exactly what... uh, Oh. You wouldn't hear that to pump people up in the clubs. Death Cab for Cutie mentions Calgary, too. They do mention Calgary, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not a big deal. (laughs) Uh, my, My hometown is mentioned in Running Back to Saskatoon by the Guess Who, Moose, Jaw... They say Moose Jaw, but just sort of in passing. It is pretty neat to hear your hometown mentioned in a song. Unless you're from Lincoln, Nebraska. Ooh, City in Color. Yeah. That was a bit of a swipe. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> there was some shade thrown. <laughs> I've never been to Lincoln, Nebraska, but to say that somebody's town ain't worth bleep, that's harsh. That one stinks. Yeah. That's a tough one to walk off. That's an example of a bad mention. Yeah, but some towns are known for awesome things. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Way over there, like way over there, Chris is listening this morning in Belleville, Ontario, the home of Hawkins Cheesies, the greatest snack food of all time. Chris, are you anywhere near the Hawkins Cheesy plant right now? I uh, I am not, but, uh, you know, that's that's relative. It's pretty easy to get to most often, most days, so. Yeah. Does it ever... It's on my daily walk. When I... uh, Like, there are days when I drive to work and I can smell breweries. There's a brewery not far from here. Are there days in Belleville where where you can smell the cheesies being made? Not only the cheesies, depending on the wind, but you might smell some uh, cereal from Kellogg's. Like the fruity kind. And for the longest time, I thought it was my, my neighbor making muffins early in the morning. At, you know, four or five in the morning, you'd you'd have this whiff of raspberry or strawberry smell. And no, it turns out years later, I found out it's Kellogg's in town making there's a, your cereal that you love. There's a Kellogg's factory there. Not only Hawkins Cheesies, but Kellogg's cereal is made there too? Kellogg's cereal. And uh, there's a P&G plant as well that uh, focuses on uh, women's hygiene products. All of that in Belleville, Ontario. How come that's not on the town sign when you first roll in? 
I, I think it needs to be, and, and maybe there needs to be an initiative like that. Yeah. Uh, good idea. I'm going to talk to Merritt lives right down the street from me. I'll talk to him. Okay, if you wouldn't mind, that'd be fantastic. Uh, Chris in Belleville, Ontario, everybody. What is your town? I mean, Belleville's famous for everything from women's hygiene products to Kellogg's cereal to delightful Hawkins cheesies. What is your town known for? I'll bet you you can't even compete with Belleville, Ontario. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. What has your town got going for it? Like, we just started talking about what is your town famous for? Like, what would be the thing that this town, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, what would we be most famous for? Our mall? Would that be it? Uh, Somebody said, I'm from St. Albert. It's known for being better than Edmonton. Oh, Dean. Uh, Megan from Thorsby. Picture Butte, Alberta. Livestock capital of Alberta smells like it too. Oh, I like this. This is from Ruth. I was born in Jerusalem, the holiest city in the world. Not as cool as Kellogg's, though. It smells like falafel rather than Fruit Loops. How about you? What is your town famous for? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I was born in a town on Vancouver Island called Shemanus. It's known for being an outdoor art gallery with murals on the buildings and claim to fame as the little town that did. That's from Brandon. You know what? I when huh. when we lived on Vancouver Island, we lived in Victoria for quite a few years. And on Sundays, quite often, we would drive up to Shemanus to go look at the murals on the building. I think they are the original mural town. And then everybody's like, oh, we got to put murals on our buildings and the tourists will flock here. But doesn't every small town call themselves the little town that did or little town, big heart, something like that? Maybe. Just like how every place claims that if you don't like the weather, wait 15 minutes. Oh my God, that's everywhere, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hang on. Hi. Um, You were just talking about on the radio, you know, what is your town famous for? And uh, I grew up in Oshawa, Ontario. And for a very long time, the city slogan, like even on their city signs when you enter the city, um, was the city that motivates Canada because we had all the GM plants in the town, in the city. Oh, motivates. Motivates. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Now I get it. Yep. <laughs> uh, it was pretty funny. What would yep. you think, like, what would Edmonton's number one thing be? Oh, um, I think you might have nailed it with the mall, because that was really, when we moved out this way, um, that was, what I, we were almost excited about was the mall. And that yeah. was the first thing I knew how to get to. Uh, Bryce said maybe it's Wayne Gretzky. It, yeah, but he was, it's not like he was from here. He was here for... X amount of years, yeah. 35 years ago. No, he's from Brantford, Ontario. I know. Hmm. I know. <laughs> so, well, somebody said Edmonton is known for having a plywood factory. Did you know we had a plywood factory? No, I didn't. I know and we had the spindle factory. What time are the tours at the plywood factory? I would go on that tour. Apparently, it's just over here. That's what makes it, because that 99th Street and Argyle always kind of has that whiff of... I thought that Wooden was lumber? the brewery. No, apparently that's the plywood factory. Huh. More I got to get know. a t-shirt from the plywood factory. I would just wear a black t-shirt and then on in white letters on the front, front it just said plywood factory. That might be the greatest t-shirt ever. 
I would wear that. Yeah. Although I got to say this, I don't want to bash her beloved hometown of Oshawa, Ontario. Mm-hmm. But the town that motivates Canada. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? The town that drives Canada. Motivates. I think that's a swing and a miss. Oh wow. I think Oshawa can do better. Maybe it's because they're living in the shadows of Detroit, the Motor City, and they went with Motivates. Yeah, do your own thing. You're the city that drives Canada. Yeah. My hometown's known for creating the Caesar cocktail, ginger beef. I don't know, the 1988 Winter Olympics. Uh, Look at this. I'm from Champaign, Illinois. There's a craft plant there. The making of mayo and Thousand Island dressing has a distinct smell. They make the plastic jars in the plant next door, so there's that too. Wow, plastic jars and Thousand Island in the same location? Go to Champagne. Oh. Get a tour of the craft plant. You know what? If you want to treat yourself to a good song, too, not now, but after this show, um, search out a song by the old 97s called Champagne, Illinois. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We were just talking about, you know, what is your hometown famous? Maybe this is your hometown. Maybe you're from Edmonton. What is it most famous for? In my mind, I feel like it's the mall. Like when you travel to other parts of the world and you first talk about where you're from, what do you talk about? Do you talk about, you, you talk about the mall? Uh, somebody said, man, when I was growing up, the town was known for three things being the softball capital of Canada, having the most fast women in Canada, and being the speed capital of Canada. Can't put that on the welcome to sign. Hmm. I think I know what town you speak of. Is it west of the big city on the Yellowhead? Just before you get to the mountains? Uh, Jeff says, I'm from Sherwood Park. We're famous for naming things after Robin Hood. You got Sherwood Park. You've got the Nottingham. You've got Marion Drive. Just stop. Uh, Oh, this one, too. It's coming a couple of times, too. Different people from Lloydminster, Canada's border city. Pretending it was exciting to walk down the sidewalk with one leg in Alberta and one leg in Saskatchewan. Oh, man. If I grew up in Lloydminster... That's where I would have spent all my time as a kid. Doing the one thing in each province. Or the one foot in each province thing. My parents would be like, Garney, do not go to Alberta. And I'd be just dipping my toe into Alberta. I would do that today if I was in Lloydminster. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, There are a lot of texts coming in from people from all over this land who want to talk about what their town is famous for. Uh, my hometown is Chatham, Ontario. We have the infamous claim of discovering pineapple on pizza. Jay. Uh, Jay, do not downplay the significance of your town's contribution to pizza toppings. Uh, pineapple is a rock-solid pizza topping. Rock-solid. Better than spinach. I don't know who decided spinach should be on pizza. Uh, somebody else said, I'm originally from the small town of Killam, Alberta. We are known for our ridiculous welcome sign, which reads, drive carefully, avoid accidents. Like, hey, thanks, sign. I was about to drive eyes closed into oncoming lanes, but you really set me straight. And then there's the facepalm emoji. 
Yeah, drive carefully, avoid accidents. It's like the most vague thing you could put on a side sign. Somebody said uh, that Leduc is famous for their Walmart. Really? Leduc, you got more going for you than that, right? Than the Walmart. That Canadian tire, though, in Leduc, that's a solid Canadian tire. That's a good one out there. You've been listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Stream them live weekday mornings on Sonic 1029 through the Radio Player Canada app. Hey, Garner, how's it going? Good. How about you? Not too bad. I wanted to call in and discuss what I think is a bit of a power move. Okay. So I know in the end it is kind of their job, but I was just driving up the street, two lanes, and all of a sudden we get to a set of railroad tracks, and I realize it's a CN pickup truck next to me. We get to the rail tracks, and they just turn left right onto the rail track and start driving down that. Put the wheels down, and away they go. Yeah, it's just like such a power move. They're just driving up the street, and they go, eh, I'll take this. I'll take this road. I guess it's their job, but it's just such a power move to just, in the middle of nowhere, just turn left and head down a rail track. As a civilian, am I allowed to get a set of those wheels on my truck? I think you'd have a hard time getting that uh, path to the mechanic's place. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder how it handles when you're riding the rails in a truck. Like, do you have to lock this? Like, what if you start steering? Probably like when you go into those uh, car washes where that locks in your one wheel. Oh, yeah. You, just, you can't move it. If you do, it just violently shakes. Okay, yeah, that is a solid power move. It's like, ah, too much traffic. I'm, I'm riding the rails. Yeah. But, yeah, on the other hand, I don't know. Sometimes you'll be driving along the highway and you look over and you see that there's a truck coming down the tracks with his little pretend choo-choo train wheels down and it actually looks a little I don't know it almost looks like you're pretending to be a train but you're not really a train and we all know you're not a train and I get that same feeling when you (laughs) I gotta be cautious here I get that same feeling when you see a guy that's gone way over the top with the lift kits and the exhaust and the accessories for the truck like he's pretending to be a semi but we we all know that's not a real semi we all know you're not a real train. I'm going to have to think about this one. I was just going to declare this a power move, but I got some thoughts. It's the Gunner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, Bryce, as I was driving to work this morning, my vehicle rolled over to 100,000 kilometers. Wow. May as well drive that thing right into the river now. I was just going to say, I should probably just throw it out. It's done. Yeah. It was like I was coming down the ramp off of, I was very aware of it. I was watching it coming down the ramp off of Ellerslie Road onto Gateway Boulevard and I for a fleeting moment I thought should I pull over and take a picture of the odometer I did not do that hmm. so because I didn't think anyone would need to see that but now my uh, that means my warranty is all like officially gone it's done there is no more warranty left but my windshield wipers are stuck on my windshield <laughs> wipers <laughs> that happened at uh, 100,001? It happened probably 20 kilometers before I hit 100,000. Perfect. So. <laughs> Wonderful. And it's so weird. Too. It's anno- It's way more annoying than you think it's going to be. It's stuck on in the slowest intermittent position. Yes, my wipers are turned off. But so like every 15 or 20 seconds or so, they just go swoosh across the windshield. The perfectly dry windshield. Why does that sound so irritating when the wipers go on a dry windshield? Ah, it's just the worst, most embarrassing sound. Feels like it's scratchy. I feel embarrassed. Like I feel like people are looking over and going, does that guy think it's raining? What's his deal? Anyway, 
I gotta get that fixed. What or a just, milestone. Or just throw the truck in the river, like most people do at 100,000 kilometers. Oh yeah, just drive that thing into the sun. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.